0: Life is rough. However, if you start your mornings with him, the G-O-D, the path just gets a little bit clearer. Welcome to Morning Devotional with Imani. Let's get started. Alright guys, so last week we had the trickiness of forgiveness. And... I received a lot of feedback thank you guys so very much um i'm just starting out so i really appreciate all the views well you can't see this all the listens there we go all the listens and all the shares and all the feedback that i received and because of that feedback i decided that we're gonna stay on forgiveness for just a little bit longer so Today's topic is how to forgive without the apology. Now, on the last podcast, I said forgiveness is hard. And I received pushback from one particular um, listener. And they said, you know, you shouldn't say things are hard. There's power in words. But I also believe that there is power in truth. And that we can't make being on this Christian journey seem like it's a cakewalk because it's not yes we have God and he is our peace and in him we can find strength however it doesn't make the obstacles that we go through not be hard they're still difficult but because we have God and he is our peace and he is our strength and we can pull from him in times where we are weak that is where we are strong in him that's what makes it easier But it doesn't mean that the things in life that we go through won't hit just as hard. But because we have that solace in God, that is how we can make our way through these things. And so my mom pointed out the scripture. It's it's Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22. And it's about... When the disciples are talking to Jesus, and really that's a whole different podcast because it talks about at the beginning of chapter 18 um, who can enter the kingdom of heaven. And really, y'all, we can really start there because some of us feel like we are the gatekeepers ourselves and that we hold the keys and people have to go through us when really we're probably shortening our days trying to judge everybody else because you're not paying attention to what God told you to do. And yet again, that is another podcast, but this one, this scripture says, then Peter came to him, him referring to the Lord or Jesus Christ and said, Lord, how oft shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him till seven times Jesus saith unto him. I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. So that there. That scripture proves that the disciples, those who literally walked with him physically, could even see the difficulty in this task, in forgiving someone. How many times does somebody have to wrong me for me to forgive them? And he says, seven times seven, because you know seven times seven, that's 49. But no, the Lord says until seven times, but until 70 times seven. So you mean to tell me that for one person, I got to give them up 490 times to get it right? But we 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 put these things into numbers that we can understand. However, how many times a day does God have to forgive us for the things that we do? And we're walking in earnest. We're trying our best to, to be like him and to walk in his ways. But how many times in a day? To those of us who've chosen, God is my peace. God is my rock. I will walk in the path that He wants. How many times a day does He have to forgive us? But in turn, we try to put these worldly and these things that we can understand, these human, um, these human ramifications, we try to put them on it. So 490 times, is how many times you want me to forgive them? And I'm pretty sure Peter is looking at a guy like, Are you, are you serious? Because see, old dude around the way, I've been trying to forgive him for weeks. And he's still talking to me crazy. And you mean I got to forgive him all these times? And I'm sure one of those times in the 490, one of them probably did not have an apology. Because see, that's the thing. Forgiveness is something that's for you. Because if you don't forgive, that'll stop your blessings. So now we're into our topic, how to forgive without an apology. Our scripture comes from 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 8-9, through and the song is Cycles, because we're still with Jonathan McReynolds, and um, his music is so good, and it's so great for, um, for me, and it's helped me as a 26-year-old who has really newly chosen to walk in the path that God has set for me. Because I was being so hard-headed and I was trying to live a life that I thought was best. Not the one that I had considered God about. Not the one that I had talked to God about. I went to school and it took me six years to get my degree. I took a break for a semester and now I'm in student loan debt. And now I'm doing exactly what God told me to do when I first started school in 2011. Isn't that crazy? How... God's path and his will for your life, it will be done. God's will be done. However, how much turmoil are you going to put yourself through? How many lessons are you going to buy before you're obedient to his will? But again, that's another podcast. So again, today's daily devotional scripture is... 1 Peter chapter 3 verses 8 through 9 and the song is cycles and we'll get into the specific lyric the lyric of emphasis in just a minute so here we go let's go back kindergarten right the land of juice boxes and fruit snacks and nap mats do y'all know what I would give to have a specific time of the day where somebody else allows me to take a nap so we're back in the land of Nat Mats, okay? You and your friend, you're struggling over the 64 count of crayons with the sharpener in the back, right? You got the macaroni and cheese yellow, and they got the, the seafoam green, and both of y'all need the crayon sharpener because the regular sharpener can't sharpen crayons. So I need this. So we're going, we're arguing, we're going back and forth. And then the teacher comes in, whoop, snatches the crayon sharpener. Both of you are mad at the other. Oh man, why'd you have to do that? And now we both can't sharpen our crayons. Teacher calls you up to the desk and she's like, you guys shouldn't be fighting over this. Both of you are not right because you should have shared. And now here we are. Now I have your sharpener. And now both of you need to apologize to each other. Before you leave this desk, so you look at each other and you look at your crayons because really both of y'all need to sharpen them. You're like, you know what? This is trivial. I'm just gonna hug. Okay, we apologize. We get the sharpener back. All is well. Now we can continue on making the best sand castle ever at recess. And then it's over. You forgive just that quickly when you're five and the most strenuous part of your day is trying to figure out how to not slob all the way off of your nap mat. So when we get older, it's kind of like a perpetual battle of the crayon box. Because most times when you have to forgive people in your lives, it's those that are closest to you, who you share commonalities with, who you've decided to allow in each other's lives. It's those people whose forgiveness and whose apologies we really, really want. Because it's like if we spend all this time investing in one another and you've wronged me, it feels like you owe me an apology. But it doesn't always work that simply because of the perspectives and because of the different walks of life that we go on. We all learn different lessons. We grew up in different households. We learned different things when we were in those households or when we weren't, when we grew up. And sometimes even those people who you grew up with, if you go away to college and then you come back, you can learn lessons while you're away. It doesn't mean that you're not a good person anymore because life and change happens And sometimes those closest to us want to hold on so badly to the person who we were before. The person who we were before we left them. The person who we were when we grew with them. But then we grew apart. We had time and God took his time and he molded us. And sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes a God has to separate you from those who have always been around you in order to mold you into the person that he wants you to be for his benefit. So... Again, those people in our lives who have wronged us, it's a lot harder to forgive them, I think. And I can really only speak for me. You guys tell me what you think. But what's your plan of action? Uh, Like, what are you going to do? Because they're supposed to know better. They have your best interests at heart. It's easier to forgive people who have no bearing on your daily life. Who, whose forgiveness you can give away freely because it really doesn't matter. So are you really forgiving them or are you just giving them a pass? Think on that. Whatever the case may be, what's your next step? Are you going to hold the grudge for the rest of your life because your friend who was your best friend since kindergarten decided to say something not so great to someone who you didn't know? You're supposed to be loyal to me. Are you going to tell everyone around you not to deal with them and give them the same energy when they don't nix the people that you told them to take out of their lives? So now you're you're putting your own grudge onto one, the person who has done you wrong, and then two, on the people who have decided to keep them in their lives because they're like, you know what? That problem is between you and them it has nothing to do with me. Y'all handle that. So now you mad at everybody. Or are you going to ostracize them due to their inability to see they're wrong in the situation? In all of these instances, whether you decide to hold a grudge or you decide to tell everyone around you not to deal with them or you decide to ostracize them, you inevitably are the one who's ultimately affected. See, when you forgive, it's for you. It lifts the burden of bitterness and hatred from your heart. Doesn't mean you have to condone their actions. I feel like sometimes when we think of forgiveness and we think of the concept we 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 believe that us forgiving them means that their actions are okay. That's not what it means. It just means that I forgive you for what you have done. It was not right. However, I see that and I know that you're human and I know you're going to make mistakes and I know I should give you some grace, even if I feel you don't deserve it. Because every single day, God gives you new graces and new mercies and you haven't done anything but open your eyes. And sometimes you didn't even thank him when you opened them. See what I'm saying? So we have to forgive even when they aren't sorry, because it's for you. And then there's this part you get to the point where you're like okay Imani I really want to forgive I really want to forgive them but they're not sorry and I don't have the strength to do it and that's fine that's cool because sometimes you won't have the strength to do the things that are right you won't have the strength to forgive people if they don't apologize to you and that is where you have to rely on God and the strength that you can have. And here's a little a little blurb from activechristianity.com. Choosing forgiveness will mean that you have to go to God on your knees for the power to forgive. It's choosing not to let the thoughts of hatred rule in your heart. It's choosing to go to God to find help and comfort instead of dwelling on the past, even when on our feelings would rather do anything but. The power we need for this, we get from the Holy Spirit, Jesus Christ. So that leads into our daily devotional song, Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds. I, well, Jonathan McReynolds. Let me just go ahead and clarify that because I know sometimes I might mumble my words. The s- lyric of emphasis is this. says, the devil learns from your mistakes, even if you don't. That's why you're going in cycles. The first verse The first verse says, didn't I conquer this last year? Tell me what I missed, because I fear that it's coming back up again. Must be something I ate. Some song, some show, some hate. The devil wants to extend the game. Free throws. And when it ends, he wants to make the sequel. Because if he has another chance, he feels like he can take my joy My peace, my faith. See the devil. And here's the scripture. Here's the the lyric of emphasis. See the devil. He learns from your mistakes, even if you don't. And that's how he keeps you in cycles. And this first verse, this whole song is beautifully written. But it brings forth the fact that even when you're trying to do your best on your Christian walk, the devil's always one step behind. Because we think that, oh, if I just give God just this little bit of me, if I'm just this little bit of obedient, that it'll be okay. I can just choose to forgive them tomorrow. But see, if you're even just a little bit disobedient or you you just you just whiny your obedience just a little bit, you're still being disobedient. So are you going to let the devil keep you in that cycle of holding that bitterness and that hatred in your heart? How are you going to maneuver through your day if the fact that that person did not apologize to you affects how you walk and how you move in these spaces? Even when you have to see them, they already stole your peace the first time when they wronged you. And I mean, genuinely wronged you. I don't mean they said something crazy to you and you really could just forgive them and be about your day. I'm talking about real deep rooted hurt wronged you. So not only are you going to allow them to steal your peace that time, you're literally freely giving away your peace every time they walk into the room because your demeanor changes. You can no longer be used by the Holy Spirit because you got hatred blocking your view. Do you really want to stop your blessings because of someone else's choice not to apologize to you? Because really, we're the ones who have to forgive. So here we are to our daily devotional scripture and i'm going to read from the new living translation version and again i'll post the king king james the niv and the nlt but the nlt says thus it's this is first peter chapter 3 verses 8 through 9 finally all of you should be of one mind sympathize with each other love each other as brothers and sisters be tender hearted and keep a humble attitude don't repay evil for evil Don't retaliate with insults when people insult you. Instead, pay them back with a blessing. That is what God has called you to do, and he will grant you his blessing. So don't stop your blessing because you're trying to go tip for tap with somebody. Or you're trying to say, you know what? You shouldn't have done that to me, so I'm going to in turn do something to you and passive-aggressively. You're you're blocking your blessings, y'all. Don't block your blessings. Don't let anybody else come into the path of what God has for you. Because when you focus so much on harboring that hate and just stirring around that evil in your heart, you are hardening your heart. Think about that. Think about how keeping this, 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 this bitterness inside of you because they didn't apologize to you think about how it'll affect you so this is what also I've decided to do I posted some questions on Instagram and on Facebook and later this week we'll go over those I'll make another podcast about this topic about what you guys have to say about this topic and let me tell you it's been some good stuff we're back or not back, but we're to the end, guys. Today's Daily Devotional is Forgive Without the Apology. It's from First Peter chapter 3, verses 8 and 9. Daily Devotional Scripture is cycles, or Daily Devotional Song, rather. Cycles by Jonathan McReynolds. I challenge you to call someone who has deeply hurt you and forgive them. Now, pray before you do it now. Because if you don't do it genuinely, then it really defeats the purpose. Pray about it. Talk to God about it. Rely on God to be your strength. And just do it. Because at the end of the day, you don't want to shorten your days. Because you haven't decided to forgive someone who has hurt you. And God continuously forgives us every single day. That's all I've got. So... I will talk to you guys the next time God says Imani, it's time to talk. Y'all have a good day.